0: Hello, everyone. My name is Tom and welcome to Pops Devotions. We are on day five of our 15 days of devotions in Jonah. But before we get started, why don't you hit pause, open your Bible or app to Jonah chapter one, pray and ask God to help you to hear what he has to say to you today and read Jonah one verses six to 17. Why don't you hit pause and do that right now, and I'll be here when you get back. Welcome back, hope you enjoyed reading that. Today we're focusing on Jonah chapter 1 verses 11 to 16. And here are some things to consider. If someone has received an electric shock and their heart isn't pumping properly, to save them, they need an electric shock to get their heart back into its right rhythm. This seems like a strange solution. That person is dying, quick, give them an electric shock. But sometimes, Novel problems require novel solutions. As everyone faced drowning, Jonah had a solution. Pick me up and throw me into the sea, he cried. This seems overly dramatic, at least for the first option. Perhaps we could try rowing and drop you off on the land, one of the sailors may have piped up. So they tried, but the storm grew worse. It's interesting that even these sailors who were not believers who were in terrible danger because of Jonah's storm were still keen to risk their lives to save their troublesome passenger rather than throw him overboard. Faced with, they assume, killing Jonah, the sailors prayed to Yahweh. Jonah, the prophet, never prayed to his God, but the pagan sailors did. They didn't want to be held responsible for killing Jonah. He hadn't done them any wrong, and they wanted God to know that even though they were killing his prophet, this beef was between Jonah and God. Finally, they tossed Jonah into the sea, and everything became calm. This reminds me of another story where a different man was sleeping in a boat. There was a big storm, and he woke up and calmed it. It seems that in the Bible's guide to boating, if you get into a big storm go find the person in your boat who is sleeping if it's jesus ask him to calm the storm if it's not throw the sleeping person overboard and that'll calm it too but make absolutely sure that it isn't jesus who is asleep in your boat because it would be mighty embarrassing if you threw him overboard having seen the power of yahweh the sailors worshipped him They made vows and sacrifices. And seeing as sacrifices required killing animals, which had probably been tossed into the sea by this point, and burning the carcasses, very dangerous on a wooden ship, they would have had to go to land, find a temple for Yahweh in Israel, and do their worship there. This was not some short-lived change of heart. They were converted. Their lives had changed. How amazing that God still uses Jonah in his sin to bring people to faith in him. This isn't an excuse to sin, but it can at least bring you comfort if you feel you're not very good at helping people meet Jesus. Whatever you're doing as you share your faith, you're not threatening the lives of a ship full of humans. At least, I hope you're not. The irony of this story is that the pagan sailors are better followers of Yahweh than Jonah, the supposed prophet. They pray to God when Jonah won't. They try to save Jonah when all he has done is bring them harm. They commit themselves to Yahweh while Jonah avoids his commitment even to the point of death. I don't know if you ever get surprised by the sin of Christians or the goodness of those people who aren't. But according to the story of Jonah, neither of these things should surprise us. It's not unusual for people who aren't Christians to lead better, more loving more kind-hearted lives than many Christians. Sometimes, if you live in a Christian bubble, you can get the impression that everyone who is not a Christian is evil, or at very least, not that good. But an atheist stripper, for example, can act in ways that are kinder and more loving than a fourth-generation Christian pastor, for example. Following Jesus doesn't make you morally superior to other people, It only makes you morally superior to your former self as the Holy Spirit works in you and grows his fruit in your life. The only one who is truly superior is also the only one who can truly calm our greatest storm. No one is good enough to save themselves. Jonah saved the sailors from the consequences of his own sin by allowing himself to be thrown to his death. Jesus, the sinless one, saves us from the storm of god's wrath as he gives up his life so that we might live to worship him from the worst behaved christian to the best behaved pagan this is good news for anyone who would put their trust in him here's something to reflect on have you assumed that you are morally superior to the people around you how has that stopped you from properly loving them Here's something you could do. Pay attention to the goodness you see in all people, no matter who they are, Christian or not, and take time to thank God for their actions. And now, a prayer to pray. Father God, all of us have sinned and fallen short of your glory. All of us are in need of your mercy. Help me to trust in Jesus for my goodness, as I seek to help others to trust in Jesus' goodness to save them well that's the end of today's devotion i'll have more for you tomorrow in the next part of jonah if you think this has been helpful feel free to recommend it to your friends they can sign up for our daily emails and start from day one at tomfrench.com.au devotions be sure to give pop's devotions a rating and review on apple podcasts as it really helps people to find these devotions as we get going That's it from me. I will see you tomorrow for more Pops devotions.